Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oi! This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Oh, good tune, brother. Good tune. I got to tell you, I can't stop laughing. I keep watching out of the corner of my eye. Fox News just aired about ten times. So Biden was in town yesterday, this despicable idiot, this president. He was in town, and he stopped by Secaucus, New Jersey, to sit in with Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace used to write for Bush, but something happened to her. Fine. And uh, so she's interviewing Biden, and for some reason, this uh, idiot thought the interview was over. And he got up, and he literally walked behind her while the interview was still She's going, can you sit down? We're not done yet. He didn't even respond. It was like he was a, like a uh, zombie. He no, walked off. No, he had no idea what was still going on. Nothing this guy does will oh shock my, you come anymore. On. If he started He's... taking his pants off and his shirt, thinking yeah, he was at home. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You, would I you know. really be surprised? I, know. I was telling Lewis, half the interview was staged as well. There I know. Were, there were clear T-ball Clearly, questions that yes. were teed up for him to be and, like. Well, that's what MSNBC and Nicole Wallace do. They're terrible people. I mean, it was terrible. And then I, I just saw uh, Eric Adams <laughs> and the city council leader, Adrian Adams, both named Adams, fighting over this ridiculous budget. Somehow it's $107 billion. I don't know how. $107 billion on what? And that brings me to my next guest, who at one point was one of the finest men we had in this city. And hopefully he'll be one of those guys again, Norman Seabrook. Norman, you're in a primetime slot on a Friday morning. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. I love you, man. I love you. And your son's doing great in that basketball. Tell me to keep going. going. Thank you. I appreciate all your sweet messages on Instagram, your text messages. You really are a sweet and terrific guy. I've known that for 20 years. No, I want to get, uh, before we get to the AG stuff you discussed with me off the air, this decision yesterday by the Supreme Court to stop rewarding people based on color or creed or any of these types of things that for some reason we do all the time in this country. I'm curious, your thoughts as an African-American black man, because Morgan Freeman gets mad, as a black man, what are your thoughts on the SCOTUS decision? Well, I, you know, Sid, this gives people an opportunity to step up their game. Um, What do I mean by that? If the SCOTUS decision uh, has a direct impact on people of color, which it will, it can, step up your game in New York, step up your game in Chicago, step up your game around the country and allow these educators to be educators and teach the children what they're supposed to have, what they're supposed to know to be competitive going forward. We seem to think that just putting a child in a classroom becomes a babysitting service. And the teachers are so disenchanted. They're just like, okay, some of them work really, really hard. And then some of them are like, you know, I really can't do this, but I have to do this to pay the bills. Give them the supplies that they need. Give them more 
teachers in New York, give them more um, programs for them to get in so that they can be competitive with other countries or, or other groups of people. But don't allow yourself to be um, stifled by yep. the word of we're going to change the policy on SCOTUS. Let's get back to, okay, you changed the, the goal line. I get that. That means I got to play harder. I like it, Norman Seabrook. I like that. So you've been critical of Mayor Adams on this show. You were at one point were the head of the union for the Department of Corrections. Uh, there's a lot of issues with the DOC. We know that. It was pointed out just a couple of weeks ago, and you said it all goes back to the mayor. The mayor has had a miserable run. Even I am basically done with him. Once again, attacking a lady yesterday, calling her basically a slave owner, plantation. Turns out it couldn't have gone worse for Eric. She's a Holocaust survivor. My God. So he has made that uh, gap and called out people for being racist time and time again. And it's really become nauseating at this point. So what are your thoughts? I talked about the $107 billion budget, but what are your thoughts overall in the way Eric Adams handles himself? I think that um, it's, it's just like uh, the president or, or, or anyone else, unless you're independent, of course. It's your handlers that are around you that is not advising you correctly. I, I can't blame uh, Eric 100 percent, but I, he, he has to take the responsibility because the buck stops, stops with him. At the end of the day, he has to be able to surround himself with those that are going to give him sound advice. And he has to take the opportunity just to take a step back. And well, say, but that's okay, fine. But that's these- fine. But, but, doesn't, but doesn't it show you because you know, a lot of guys aren't willing to listen. Donald Trump, I love him dearly. I hope he wins by a landslide. He doesn't care who's around him. He's going to say what he wants. Eric Adams, for as much as he dislikes Donald Trump, he's just like him in a lot of respects. And when he tells you time and time again, hey, you don't agree, you're a racist, that's in his heart, Norman. That can't that's come wrong. from anybody else. Yeah. That, that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. And certainly, uh, and I heard the, the tape, everybody's listening to the tape <clears throat> of the way that he spoke to the woman up in Washington Heights. It, it's wrong. She deserves an apology. There's no question about it that that didn't even sound right. I don't know what the intentions were, but it didn't sound right. And you have to stop saying those things because those things are detrimental to your future, if that's what you want to call it, and or that's detrimental to you as people looking upon you as you who was a friend always going to dinner, now looking at him going, yo, brother, what's wrong with you? Exactly. You yo, yo, brother, what, you know, you, you call it, I always say, you keep calling somebody else a racist, you keep doing that, and eventually they're going to call you one. And if you're Eric Adams, why would you want that? How do you think he's handled the whole police commissioner search, today being the very last day for the current commissioner, Keyshawn Sewell? Well, I, congratulations to uh, the outgoing commissioner. I think that she was a breath of fresh air to uh, the city of New York and, and a, a beacon of light to uh, men and women and fire department and EMS in uniform. And I think that uh, what Eric is, is faced with right now is trying to appease whomever it is that he's trying to do that to. And I think it's wrong. I think that the person that goes into that spot should be the person that's qualified and bona fide to be able to do that job. Forget about the fact that, you know, you got a female that you want to put there or you got a male that you want to put there, you want to put an Asian or Hispanic. Get the best qualified people to do the job that we need in this city. Couldn't agree more. And a lot of folks, they hear the name Tish, they think money. And as you know, in politics, often you follow the money. Another thing, if you're Adams, you don't want to get involved in that. Uh, You said something very interesting to me a couple days ago, Norman. 
because you're a very, very smart guy, and you said, what if, what if we decided that we weren't going to vote for the AG, that the AG would be picked, like you talked about with Adams and the police commissioner? I like that idea. Why do you, why'd you bring that up, and, and why do you love that idea? Well, I, I brought that up because, you know, when you, when you look at the optics of the way that the uh, president and the former president and the one before that, everyone has their own attorney general. You know, I, I picked him. I picked him. The attorney general, I thought, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know the law like that. But the attorney general was supposed to be independent of the president. Right. Supposed to be a person that represents the people. If the person that represents the people is appointed by an individual that appointed them, their loyalty is probably to that person. So we face all of these accusations. Why not have us vote for the attorney general for the United States just as we vote for the district attorneys in New York, the the, uh, state attorney general in New York, in other places? And that would make it so much easier where the people would have the responsibility to say, we voted for that person. That person represents us. No, listen, uh, although Bill Barr doesn't fall into that category because he became very critical of Trump on the way out, but it does seem like these guys end up, quote-unquote, working for the president. But how, Norman Seabrook, do you expect me to trust people who vote in people like Alvin Bragg and Letitia James? Well, at the end of the day, elections have consequences. You know, that's the bottom line. Elections have consequences. And, And until we... Uh, decide to vote for a person based on their qualifications and what their agenda is that brings us to the next level and stop voting simply because it's a block. And and for 20 years, we voted this way. And for 30 years, we voted that way. Forget that. At the end of the day, the bottom line to it is what's in your wallet at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, One last one here, Norm. It's always a great conversation. Again, you work with the DOC and you know, you know more about crime in this city and, and the folks that actually do the best to protect us from it. And there have been some numbers that are positive for this administration, for City Hall, some. But overwhelmingly, it's still a miserable time here in New York City, and people are still scared to death. Do you, in your heart of hearts, feel like that's going to change? I'm not saying Rudy Giuliani, I get it, that was a once-in-a-lifetime deal. But do you think that'll change for the better? Or are you my, like most of us, and that is, eh, not really. Brother, how many years are we talking about that I have to work with? I just can't say that. Ted. I just can't say that. We gotta, what, 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 what's the time frame we're talking about? Is it going to be better? Ten years? How about five, five years? years? How about five years? Five years. Five years, we, it, that's kind of tough. We might get there on the fifth year. We might get there. You know, but we got a lot of we got a lot of work ahead of us. We really do, um, and and it, and it's not. It's, I mean, the sky's not falling, but at the end of the day, it, it appears to be shifting. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. we got to do what we got to do. Hey, listen, you're uh, you're great, and uh, I'm glad you're back uh, with us here at WABC. Back coming on with me, but they're going to bring you on more often uh, later on this summer. You're a terrific voice, so thank you, Norman Seabrook. Enjoy the Fourth of July. We'll talk soon. Thank you, my friend. You and your family. God bless you. God bless you and your family, too. And your daughter, Tiffany, I love that girl out there in California. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.